Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Froth, a place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London, and our special guest is Barry Castagnola, who joins us remotely, and who is also producing the show. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. Headlines this week. Peas are good, peas are good. The breakfast peas are good. Peas are good, peas are good. No, they're not. Peas are shit, you fuck. What the fuck are you doing? Fucking putting fucking peas on a fucking breakfast, you fuck. After 12pm. A normally peaceful internet is divided when a woman adds peas to her cooked breakfast. She wore an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. And for some reason, it made the news. Oh, oh yeah. Caprice wears a tiny bikini. Hey, Jared Christmas, what have you done? Hey, Kiwi comedian Jared Christmas, you're the only one. What tune is this? It's a <laughs> nice day for a black pudding. As a dessert, New Zealand comedian Jared Christmas gets tricked into eating a black pudding for dessert. And who says men can't multitask? Me. Peter Andre finally puts the issue to bed, looking at his wife's bum and a cardboard box at the same time. And those were the headlines. Right, uh, Barry Castagnola, special guest this week, coming on in a minute, but uh, let's have a look at the social media. This, this is the last episode of this first series. Don't worry, it is literally a very short holiday, and we will be back in a few weeks with series two. That's how it's going to work. We're going to do 12 episodes, have a few weeks off, another 12 episodes. Well, I threw out that we were having a, a big executive meeting. Yeah, this with is it. Pen, swivel chairs, Yumi Barry... Yeah. Uh, a picture of loads of monkeys. Listen, Rosie's involved. Listen to this. And Rosie. <coughs> Any other business? <coughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Well, we've written it down. It's gone in the minutes. Um, Rosie's had some glowing feedback. Rosie, you've had some glowing feedback. She's performing very well, very consistent. Yeah. Lots of people saying she needs her own microphone and headphones. Yeah. Now... That masturbating noise is Rosie <laughs> scratching. She always does it when we start the podcast. It always sounds like she's having a wank in the background. Rosie, can you stop doing that, please? I want 
She has this habit, especially when we're talking about something fruity. <laughs> she has a habit of scratching herself and it makes a kind of thwack, 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 and it sounds like somebody masturbating. And I'm very aware that we're chatting away I didn't on my. Know about that. Well, it sounds like we're chatting away on microphone, and one of us is doing it, and it's actually just Rosie in the background. But and the we've list, left it in. L- <laughs> no, we've almost we've had to cut it out because it sounds like somebody having a whack. <laughs> we've had to cut it out. It's so innocent. It's just Rosie going scratching, going thwack 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 thwack. But she's is sort of, it innocent though? She smacks when she scratches herself with her back paw. She sort of hits it on the floor like a thwack thwack thwack. But does she know what she's doing? Like that. That's me doing it. Yeah, but I mean that's not me masturbating. That's me doing. Hitting a chair. Does sound like it though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's the end of the series. <laughs> Come on. Hey, let's go out with a bang. <laughs> right. Rosie. A big note about uh, Rosie. Rosie's was. climbing on the table. That Rosie should get her own microphone. Yeah, Rosie's climbing on the table, scratching Rosie. it. Rosie. Down, please. Come on. Loud. Right. Loud. Come on. Down you come. Come on, it's the last one of the series. You've been really good. Fair oh, play. she You've wants really her own good. microphone. I know, no, she wants dinner. Right. We've had some feedback from me, from Lindsay Paulin, who said, I love that Chan hasn't murdered Rod yet. She's a woman of great self-control. Okay. So Don't know uh, what down. she's on about. Uh, we've then also had Lynette Jackson. Why would she, why would she be, what was that all about? Do you <laughs> know what she's talking she's about? In awe of me. Do you know what she's talking about? Do you know she's well, yeah, kind of, yeah. What? Well, it's, you know, it is what? hard. It's difficult. What? Testing. What? This. What? Just this. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, I've, we made a note of it. Thank you. Um, it's been was. noted. Yeah, it's been noted. Whatever and we is. are taking a good few weeks off. I need a break. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> Okay, so... Uh, it's me that asked for this break, Lindsay, a twat. <laughs> don't call Lindsay a twat. Why not? Well, just don't. Okay. Lynette Jackson has got in touch. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lynette, you might be fine. <laughs> I hope there's more apes of froth than waking Lloyd Langford up in the middle of the night to discuss random froth when you return. Oh, when we return... There will be more of that. What was her name? Lynette. Lynette. When we return, Lynette, with Series 2 in a few weeks' time, there will be Apes of Froth, definitely regular updates from Barry's mum, Ian and the Monkeys, and also we will be, presumably still in uh, lockdown in Melbourne, ringing Long- Lloyd Langford in the middle of the night, yes. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. We've also had people saying, uh, I think, hold on, who's this? Mike Harborfield right. has got in touch saying, I think you should start a Just Giving page to raise funds to get Lloyd Langford back home. Okay. Why would we do that when we're having more fun waking him up in the middle of the night in Melbourne? Exactly. Yeah, stupid idea. That's his USP. Stupid idea, Mike. More feedback for Rosie. Uh, Maxine Ridge has said, uh, I started listening because of Rosie, to be fair. (laughs) There you go, Rosie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's good. I like that. We've got Pop Fiction who says, without question, she has a lot to add. Yeah. Reese Jones is saying, more stories about Rosie. Class. God's sake. (laughs) Rosie's, Rosie's done having glowing reviews. This, all these comments about Rosie, yep. all she's done, all series, is possibly like barked twice and done a howl. <laughs> and then there's more comments about her than anything else. Barry's had one comment. Barry's had one comment? Yes. Okay. <laughs> How many story. have we had? So it's none for me, none for you. Oh, well, one, no, one, a good one for me is saying I have loads of self-control because I haven't killed you. One for you for not killing me. Which is good. Uh, loads for Rosie. F- loads for Rosie. One for Barry. And one for Barry. From Beth and Blake who says, The story of Barry going to the toilet over the side of a mountain, please. Uh, yes, that will be definitely. Patience, uh, patience. She keeps asking me this woman for this story. She's obsessed. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Basically, years ago on Kilimanjaro, Barry fell down a long drop toilet. <laughs> a long drop toilet is where all the sort of trekkers and stuff go to the toilet on Kilimanjaro, and it's just mounds of of international shit and toilet paper <laughs> and wet wipes. And Barry fell in. And that story will be coming definitely in series two. Definitely. I mean, that. It, talk about a teaser. <laughs> talk about a teaser for series two. How far down is it? Huh? How far down is it? We'll have to, we'll, all of that Ooh, will be revealed. Suspense. Barry fell totally. He, appe- he reappeared. I called him Morph. That's how, <laughs> that's how far down he went. <laughs> uh, there are no comments about you. Okay. Apart from well, that one, um, yeah. Well, plenty of room for improvement, it seems, yep. in Series 2, which is coming Seems in just a few weeks' time. Keep it here, folks. I mean, we've obviously got an episode coming up now. We're going to introduce Barry Castagnola as our special guest, who also produces the show. But um, we'll be back in a few weeks' time. We're just having a short holiday. Uh, so, yes, right. Now then, let's get Barry on, shall we? <laughs> You know the internet was fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everybody was getting along perfectly well. Yeah. There was you know a everything point. was. Having everybody a was getting time. along. Everyone was having a lovely time. Perfectly nice. It was all really, really friendly. The chat. Every, the it was just for banter. typing in rude words. The first twenty odd years of the internet was just banter. Yeah. Then this woman comes along, adds a rogue item to a full English breakfast. <laughs> Kapow! <laughs> Shitstorm. All what hell's broken loose. All hell has broken loose. Tribal warfare. Is okay. now the internet because of this dick. <laughs> Maybe we're being a bit harsh. A woman has caused a stir on Twitter, dividing users. Now, again, you see, do you remember when Twitter was like absolutely... It used to be fun. Twitter was God. I mean, until this woman and her <laughs> English breakfast came up. Twitter right. was just... Why, what's she done? Come on. People agreeing with each other. A woman has divided Twitter users. Yes. After adding a rather unexpected item to a full English breakfast. They're already backing down. It was a rogue item in the clickbait title. Now it's an un- rather unexpected. <laughs> Any minute it? now it's going to be, all right, it's not really what, that. Like a football? Unexpected a football. item in the breakfast area. <laughs> a football would be a rogue item. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. just knocking it in. <laughs> Woman divides it after adding football to a full English breakfast. What's usually in a full breakfast? What? A full English. What is normally in a full English breakfast? I don't breakfast? eat this Okay, stuff. let's start there. No, let's start there. You don't eat full English breakfast. No. A, a full English breakfast, I would describe thus. And Barry can... Sausage. Bacon. Yeah. Or we're going to do it like that, are we? Awesome. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah no, it's mallet. nice. No, like no. mallet's mallet. I like that. Yeah. Okay, let's start again. Sausage. Bacon. Eggs. Hash browns. <laughs> Ooh. Hash browns, later American import. It is American. Yes, yes. You're right, yeah. but you'd often find them with a full English. Okay, with a, a full English, you'd have toast. Yeah. Or fried bread, if you're really old school. Yeah. Back in it. My dad. Your dad still has it. Yeah. yeah. He is old school. Still has fried bread. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put beans in there. Yeah. Um, Don't look at me. Black pudding. Some people. Oh, I'll tell you something funny in a bit about black pudding. Remind me in a bit. <laughs> How can we forget? <laughs> Barry, what was that thing you wanted to say about black pudding? <laughs> don't, no, don't remind him yet. In a minute. Okay. I'm st- reminding I, him I, just after he said it. I still had it at the front of my mind at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Grilled tomato or yeah, some tinned plum tomatoes. Cold. Warm. Oh. I think we've got all our items there. No, if no, no. Allowed, oh. 
I've mushrooms. 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 Oh, mushrooms. Well done. And I don't even eat it. Well done. Isn't there also... Um... Is it too early to remind you about the black pudding? <laughs> <laughs> some people have chips. Some people yeah, have some chips. Yeah, some people do. My local calf does chips. Some, uh, more of a fried potato, though. I don't, chips aren't part of a full English Tato breakfast. flat. In Welsh, it would be tato flat. Yeah. Flat potatoes. Flat potatoes, fried. But 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 they're, they're not part of a full English. I'm not, what was I'm, she? What, what was she adding? This woman. God. <laughs> the rogue item. Yeah. Or that has now already turned into a rather unexpected item. In the breakfast area. Here's the story. If there's one thing Brits love more than a good cuppa, it's a full English breakfast. Often go side by side. They often go side by side. But not always. No. I quite often have a cup of tea without a full English breakfast. <laughs> At a coffee morning or... No, I'd have coffee there. Certainly Would more you? the other way around. Yeah. You can't have... You can't have coffee at the coffee morning. <laughs> I mean, I really tea. strongly beg to differ. <laughs> This one. What? Well, come on then. Well, you can have how tea. You, how, how is you little you contrary head now going to get out of this? <laughs> going to get out of saying you can't have coffee at a coffee morning? What I mean is you can have a tea. Oh, you, you can, can mix have it tea up. at a coffee morning. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you can. Yeah. And when it comes to this breakfast of kings, <laughs> back in the story, the contents are pretty consistent. But one woman, that's all it took to divide the internet. One woman. Has divided the internet. Fuck, and it would have been a, a woman lot, as well. She's got a lot to fucking answer for. Uh, her and Katie oh, Hopkins. Makes my blood boil. Well, I mean, it's this woman mainly, isn't it? What, worse than Katie Hopkins? Oh, yes. This woman's divided the internet. <laughs> cleaved it down the middle. But one woman has divided the internet after sharing a snap of her plate. Which contained a rather unexpected item. In the breakfast area. And I'll show you in a minute the picture. The home cook decided to add... You're not going to believe this. A portion of peas to what? her breakfast. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, even just looking at it, you've got... You don't usually have green stuff, do you? No. It looks quite nice, no. actually. <laughs> Interesting that it's already divided this room, though. That's true. Just calm down, everyone. Shouldn't be allowed. Although, me and Bart, it's been brewing for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really about the never. peas. It's, it's never n- about the peas, Barry. <laughs> her photo. Give peas a chance. Snap. <laughs> her snap of the peas, as part of her breakfast, was shared on the popular Twitter account, Rate My Plate. And it's fair to say people had a lot of thoughts. I'll just describe the... What is it? She's got sausage... What looks like some kind of gammony, spammy meat. Bacon. It's not bacon, I don't <laughs> think. Beans, <laughs> hash browns, eggs, and peas. Beans no. and peas. Are Beans getting, and see? peas no, are no, mad. No, 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 no. It's a bit mad. Is it a bit mad? Where's that? Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Calm the fuck down. Right. <laughs> the tweet garnered 1,000 likes and hundreds of retweets. A good number of people. A good number. Yeah. Just leave it at that. A good number of people were firmly against the addition of peas. One person wrote, it's a criminal offence to consume peas before noon. <laughs> Should be. P.S. P- especially when you have beans. Yeah, yeah. No, totally, I get that. Beans are your morning pea. 
Beans here, morning pee. I do like that. Another commented, peas and beans on the same plate for breakfast. You should be on a register. Don't <laughs> go that far. <laughs> a third Twitter... <laughs> we don't know what register, to be fair. No, no we don't, no, don't. A third Twitter user was very unforgiving, saying peas on a breakfast commands a 10-year sentence in a hard labour camp and a further two years for aggravating my OCD. Yeah, Well, it would certainly stop her doing it. Even Bird's Eye, who are known for selling bags of frozen peas, got involved. <laughs> they posted... We admit that peas in an English breakfast is a bit rogue, but we also admire the attempt at making it healthy. Their followers, that's Bird's Eye's followers. Who follows Bird's Eye on Twitter? (laughs) People who are really into fish fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Who follows Bird's Eye? You're on Twitter, Sean. Do you follow Bird's Eye? Yeah, but they've got a new dishy... Dishy guy. Oh, they've got a dishy captain. Oh. Dishy captain now. Yeah. The new captain bird's eye. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that old... Uh, he's not no. fool, only fools anymore. No, he's like a dishy kind he's of... He's like uh, young. Yeah, weathered kind of... No, he's uh, not weathered. He's just yeah, hot. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a swarthy, weathered kind of... He's he rugged. He, rugged. Put the, uh, he put the naughty into nautical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He put the naughty into nautical. First of all, he put the fish into the breadcrumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Then he put the naughty into naughty. But he's really uh, hunky, isn't he? <laughs> eh? He's hunky. He is. Yeah. He put the hunky into chunky That's what I was chips. thinking. But I, was, I didn't say it. <laughs> you, you don't want to know what he's done to the peas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at this, somebody. Uh, leaf out your book here, Barry. Uh, in, their followers, as bird's eyes followers, responded to the plate in a much more positive way. Give peas a chance, suggested one person. Well done. <laughs> a second added, the peas are the least of the problem here. What do you think of the addition of peas to the full English? Let us know in the comments below. You know what it is? Okay, this this is so this is uh, the newspaper says. What do you think of the addition of peas to the full English breakfast? Let us know in the comments below. I mean, you don't ask that on the internet, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. You don't. You don't invite comments on the internet, do you? <laughs> look, look at the newspaper. I mean, do it doesn't sound like the they needed to. What do you think of the, I know all of those comments came from the story itself, right? But then it says, What do you think of the addition of peas to the full English? Let us know in the comments below. First comment Who the fuck does she think she is? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the internet. Who the fuck does she think she is messing around with a recipe that's served well? Recipe! <laughs> so, it's served so many for so long. <laughs> Who the fuck does she think she is? <laughs> I mean, oh. they are they are what you would definitely describe as affronted. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody called As I See It. it. says, if peas are on the plate, then the meal should never be called a breakfast, no matter what time it is. Peas should only be in a meal after 12pm. At the beginning of that sounds like one, a really horrible sort of sexual analogy. <laughs> if the peas are on the plate... <laughs> <laughs> Divides internet. What a load of bollocks. <laughs> so who are they against? Says Horatio Cumberband for... Says, says divisive person online. Exactly. <laughs> You're the first person. The first person who said, who the fuck does she think she is? That, that person goes by the name of Virgil's gonna get you. Virgil's gonna get you. That's what they go by, right? Right. So Horatio Cumberband says, divides internet. What a load of bollocks. Virgil's gonna get you's back. He's come back in going, what's more interesting? His bollocks is allowed, yet Candy Flaps is moderated. (laughs) What? Flaps? Candy Flaps? Candy Flaps. (laughs) What's more interesting? His bollocks is allowed, yet Candy Flaps is moderated. I mean, what the hell is going on? 
PC gone mad. So Virgil's going to get you is upset because on a forum, because they've used the word canny flaps and the moderator's not allowed it. <laughs> but they have allowed bollocks. But they have a, what's more interesting? Brilliant. I love people who just clearly got way too much time on their hands. People who really just, you know, somebody somebody put in peas just wrong. Fair enough, okay? Yeah. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't go on an internet forum. I wouldn't go in the comments on a newspaper site and put in anything. But look at these people. At least I can vaguely understand somebody going on there and going, peas, no, no way. You know, spending two seconds doing your comment. Yeah. Listen to this. MZM says, you Brits are funny. I imagine you feel the same way about your cousins across the pond. Anyway, does it matter that peas are there? <laughs> for me, it defeats the taste profile, but so does the beans. I just can't do beans for breakfast. The full brekkie has always been a brunch item for me. Your choice. In the Americas, I've noticed that avocado has taken a prominent place on breakfast plates. Yes, fair point. Again, it throws off the taste profile, brackets, for me. Perhaps someone is courageous enough to add avocado to the full brekkie. Thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> always says thoughts at the end. Brilliant. Open it up for discussion. What's wrong with Imagine these people? Imagine having that much time on your hands. I know. Upside Down has come back and said, drug companies use... I tell you what, <laughs> this might be true, but it's possibly... It might be true, but it's possibly that... You know, there's always one conspiracy theorist in any chat forum. Yeah. Upside Down says, drug, comp drug companies use the avocado business to clean their money. So, no, avocado is a huge no. <laughs> Basing that one. I've never heard of. Uh, I've never heard of avocado mon money laundering. I've never heard of avocado-based money laundering, but it could be true. Could be. Could be. Stranger things have uh, happened. I eat one avocado a day. I like uh, an avocado. I love avocado. Do you want to hear somebody who's got even more time in their hands? Yeah. You've got enough time to hear somebody who's got time in their hands. Danny Midwinter says peas are okay, but I'm not a great one for the hash browns, and I do not cut the bread into triangles. <laughs> I like to make a sausage or sausage and tomato. Uh, or sausage and tomato sanger. Sandwich. 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 Oh, sa sandwich, is it? Is that San a sanger? Sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Sanger, a sandwich. Oh, okay. I like to make a, sau a sausage or sausage and tomato sanger and a bacon and egg and slash or bacon, tomato and mushroom sarnies. <laughs> the gammon's great, but where's the nice crispy bacon? The fried or tinned tomatoes? The mushrooms, black or white pud, fried bread, toast and a gallon of tea. I like to put a slice of thick toast under my beans and one under my tinned tomatoes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Imagine having enough time to compose to, to go on the internet and say I'd like to put a slice of thick toast under my beans and one under my tin tomatoes. But there's more detail. There's more, that's not even the end of the detail. I'd like to put a slice of thick toast under my beans and one under my tin tomatoes. If I'm having tin tomatoes. <laughs> if I'm my God, I like to put a slice of thick toast under my beans and one under my tin tomatoes if I'm having tin tomatoes. Do you think <laughs> the internet is a curse? I think it might. Yes. Yeah. The internet's but a bad we're thing. We're not supposed to talk to people like this. I like to put a, t I like to put a, a slice of thick toast under my beans and one under my fr my tin tomatoes if I'm having tin tomatoes. A nice splash of Lee and Perrin's Worcestershire sauce tipped into the. If I've got Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> Tipped into the big fried field mushrooms. Tomato sauce, HP, homemade mustard, plus salt and heaps of pepper. If I'm having those items. <laughs> exactly. I like to cut my skinheads on a raft, brackets, beans on toast. 
What? Skinheads on a raft. That's what he calls beans on toast. Of course. I like to cut the skinheads on a raft, brackets beans on toast, into thirds and make wow. beans on toast butties. I find that this little snack sets me right up for the day and keeps me going till and keeps me going to the levensies. Two questions. Two questions. One, oh how early is he eating that if by exactly. eleven o'clock he's ready for more food? <laughs> and and secondly I think he gets up quite early. Uh, it sounds, I don't know sounds why. Like it. Sounds like I it. I don't yeah. know why. But also, he must be a hard, like a builder who like really. I don't think he's a builder, Danin. Why not? I think he's a gets up quite early. I think. Imagine he sits and ha- eats this in a tie and a cardigan and a shirt up the top buttoned up to the top. I think so. I think we should get him on the show. Danny Midwinter. I would love. I want to know Listen, what he has for If I can find Danny Midwinter, I'm asking him to host. I want to know show, what he has. Take for lunch. over the show. You may think that Danny Midwinter is possibly one of the nerdiest people you've ever heard. Well, step aside, Danny Midwinter. Enter Ziki. This week, says Ziki, saw the 31st of 33 episodes of Inspector Morse. (laughs) (laughs) What? I already love him. (laughs) Near the middle... Featured two full Englishes containing boiled carrots and sprouts. Side note, this was intended to be the last episode, but then they carried on making them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, before we forget, black pudding. Oh, yeah. You said remind you about black pudding. I did, and now... This is your your black pudding reminder. Thank you, Siri. No, no, it was me. I did. Oh, you sound like Siri. To some people, it clearly and understandably is utterly disgusting. Hello. Uh, Sorry? Just for those people <laughs> Hello. who... Hello. Um, I find to, it disgusting. Yeah, for bet. people overseas, black black pudding is like dried pig's blood sausage, something like that, right? Is that right? Yeah, it's some sort of offal uh, involved. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's... yeah. Most A lot of people don't have it on the plate because it's kind of um, even more unhealthy than a sausage kind of thing. Yeah. Although... Your, da- your dad would love it, Sean. Of course he would. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think it's probably, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's disgusting in many ways, of course, but I think it's probably also full of like iron and we, yeah. Well, we are not. Alternative sources. We are not. Let's <laughs> hey, let's put a marker down here. Sorry, can you imagine going to the doctor? I'm a bit anemic. Have you tried yeah. pig's blood <laughs> for breakfast? Uh, no, can I just get some iron tablets? I don't know exactly what it is. We don't want to get in trouble with the Black Pudding Commission. No. Uh, none of us are Black Pudding experts. We are just throwing around ideas, okay? So anybody, you know, internet, right? Hey, don't, cool, don't you, cool don't, head. Don't you apologise. I'm, I'm saying I love it. I'm hoping that they're going to send me a box. Actually, I Actually, quite like it as well. Do you? Yeah. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Don't be sorry. What? It's understandable. Well, you, don't, you don't like it? I hate it. I don't divide the internet. Um, Jared, Jared Christmas, um, who you know very well. Comedian and friend, Jared Christmas, friend of the show. Yeah, Jar- Jared Christmas, uh, when he first moved over from New Zealand, uh, someone played some sort of prank on him involving black pudding. Should we see him and yes. get him on? Get, get, yeah, get him on, yeah. I want to hear the black pudding prank. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Hang on. Where is he? Where is he? Dry Christmas. I know he's out in the sticks uh, in the little village, uh, not far from he, uh, like Bath he area. And, he, and he's on our computer screens as we speak. Hey, Jared. He's not. Hey. Hey, hey Jared. How's it going, love? The reason we called you is, cause the, is, is because Barry keeps saying, remind me about black pudding. <laughs> and, and we've, and it, and we've reminded him about you. black pudding. And then he said that... Somebody played a prank on you about black pudding. And yeah. I, I got no yeah. idea what he's all about. <laughs> um, so when I first moved over here, uh, I, was, I moved in with a uh, British guy, English guy, and um, we went to a Greasy Spoon, um, and he ordered me black pudding, saying that it was pudding. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, he ordered custard with it. Oh. And... Um, <laughs> And my, and my birthday, I had a what, birthday so he, party. Hang on, so you went in the cafe? Yeah. And he ordered just black pudding with custard on? Yeah, it's a side dish. Um, so <laughs> he, <laughs> he was mates with the guy who, who worked there, because it, it turns out, yeah. you know, he was down there two or three times a week. <laughs> I'm, not me, I'd only just arrived in the country. Right. So. So, so, so you had a breakfast, like a full English breakfast, but on the yeah. side, black on the side, custard. a bowl of black pudding and custard. Yeah. Didn't you think it was weird to have a pudding on the side anyway? Uh, even if it was crumble well, or something? Yeah, but I mean, it was like midday. It was an all day breakfast sort of thing. <laughs> oh, and he I said, see. he said, I'll order you dessert for afterwards. <laughs> You forget, though, that some of the little traditions that we have in this country that, that aren't in others. When I lived with uh, the comedian Sean Collins, Canadian guy, um, he once, I, I came back from somewhere and he was, and I said, oh, what did you have for dinner? And he went, oh, I had, uh, I had bubble and squeak. And I was like, really? He went, yeah, the, the shepherd's pie from last night. I was like, mate, bubble and squeak isn't just heating up the, the previous <laughs> night's dinner. I said, it's like a specific roast dinner of vegetables and stuff. Um, <laughs> My my dad told me um, that if I go to Scotland, I have to order nips and titties, um, <laughs> and I never had never had an occasion for anybody to correct me on it until I ordered it. 
And then, uh, Jared, was... did you not when you when your dad? I, I I presume he was a prankster. You've met my dad, Rod. Oh, I have met your dad. Um, I I love telling this story. So years yeah. ago, years ago, you had a show on BBC Radio Wales um, that we recorded at uh, the Comedy Store. This is like two thousand four, yeah. maybe two thousand five. My parents were over from New Zealand, and uh, my cousin was here as well, and they all came down to the Comedy Store to watch. And the whole vibe of the show, I think, was you you were having a pop at all the panel and stuff like that. And you were no, wearing... I think I was... Sounds about right. Not really. I think I was just hosting a really nice show. <laughs> <laughs> and you were wearing a T-shirt that said Wrangler on it. And you hmm. absolutely slammed me at one point. And I think I said, oh, uh, I said something like, oh, you've hurt my feelings. Um, you know, just to get to elicit a response from the audience. And yeah. then you said something else. And then... Uh, my dad shouted out, does your T-shirt say Wrangler or Wanker? And the place, the place went mental. And and I I said to you, I said, ah, that's my dad. And uh, you said, do you get dad to fight all your battles? And I I had to say, well, he he is in the New Zealand army. (laughs) That is, my dad bloody loves that story. Whenever you, whenever your name pops up, he's like, I called him a wanker. <laughs> well, it, it, well, it sounds like you and your dad got the better of him to me. Yeah, it, it does. Great given that, given that your dad famously has this brilliant sense of humour, <laughs> were you not suspicious when he said, hey, hey son, go to Scotland and, and order nips and titties? <laughs> so, were you... Didn't I, you think back to the time he, he told you to go to Ireland and, and order cock and balls in a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean... Nips look, and was, titties and nothing mate, nothing occurred to you. You didn't was, think maybe... <laughs> no, no alarm bells. Old. No alarm bells. I don't remember even giving it a second thought. Yeah. He just said... I, I think I must have said something like, is it a thing? And he was like, yeah, yeah, you get it with haggis. And so... <laughs> When I was in, uh, when I went up to Edinburgh in 2001 for the first time, I uh, went into a traditional pub and it said, uh, and I was you like, went oh, into I've got to have. <laughs> you went into Hooters. You went into Hooters, didn't you? And you were sat there, you sat there with the menu, and they came over. They said, Can I take your order? And you, were, and you closed the menu and you went, You know, I'm not that angry, actually. I'll just have your nips and titties. <laughs> So the person I was with, uh, I said, oh, I really want haggis, nips and titties. And he he laughed. And I was like, well, is that a weird thing? And I, I, you know when you say something and then you realise, oh, God, it cannot yeah. be that. Yeah. You know when, you, when, you've read, when you've read a word but you've never heard it said out loud, so you're saying All it in the a time. weird way? We should point out that the real thing is neeps and tatties. Neeps and tatties, yeah. Which is tatties and potatoes. What are neeps? I can't remember. Um, turnips, turnips. It's, it's it? turnips and potatoes. Because you have it, the haggis is the meat. <laughs> to be fair, nips and titties sounds much better. Jared, I get that all the time because I learnt English is my second language. There's loads of words in English that I've only ever read in a book. I've never said out loud. Like what? Uh, ba- Bainut. <laughs> banal. <laughs> I used to say banal. Oh, yeah, but you... Instead of banal, banal. Loads. Uh, Banal, which rhymes with anal, because why not? Yeah, we know it rhymes with anal. Yeah, no. Well, that's how I used to say it. I did an entire, I was talking about it the other day on Twitter. I did an entire presentation about hyperbole and I pronounced it hyperbole. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. It's Hyperbole Hyperbole started pronouncing words wrong for me. That because I've, I've got a routine about pronouncing words wrong, and it was all hype for, started from hyperbole. Um, and I'd never heard of falafel, uh, and I'd seen it written down and was pronouncing it falafel. <laughs> falafel. Ooh, Rosie. I, Hang on. That's, that's Rosie. I've got to get the. Um... Oh, yeah, she hates that's falafel. She hates falafel. Joe. You're saying about a word. You're saying about a word, and as you, as you say it, you realise. I worked. Years ago, I was working. Years ago, I was working with um, uh, my dad in an office in, in America, and it was April Fool's Day, and I was really on guard as well. And it was this courier company, and I used to deal with all the new clients. And, um, and this Hillary, this girl that I work with, um, we've been really, really busy, and she goes, look, this client, they keep calling you. You've got to call them straight away. They've, she's called about three or four times. She, want, want, yeah, she wants a delivery, whatever, and I was dealing with a new business. So I've got the number, and I've never had a practical joke work on me this well. The number's written down on the name, and as I called, as they answered, they went, hello, LA Mortuary, and I said, hello, can I speak to my remains, please? <laughs> <laughs> but it it got me so good. It was as I said it, I screamed with laughter. Like it was so perfect the way it works. It was amazing. I uh, I my first job was at a supermarket in Christchurch, and um, my first day, the supervisor who was showing me the ropes of working in the grocery department, uh, genuinely sent me around each department, uh, asking for a straight hook. A skirting board ladder and a long weight, and I was so naive and keen. It's like fifteen, and I remember going into the butchery department and this big bloody butcher guy and saying to him, um, "I'm looking for the long weight, the skirting board ladder, and the straight hook." And he said, "Is this your first day?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, it is." And no part of me thought, "Why is he asking that?" You know, I just thought. Oh, he's friendly. He wants to know, you know, so I introduced myself. An hour I was going around the supermarket and then the manager finds me and goes, where have you been for the last hour? And I told him what I've been doing. And the manager was like, oh, God, are you are you an idiot? And I just had no idea. And you know what happened when I found out? I cried. Oh, well, we'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely told you two this story before, mate. I can't remember if I've told it on air. And um, with uh, my mate Nigel, we used to do we used to do at lunchtime. We'd go around a friend's house and do prank phone calls, and we'd do that classic one where you call up and go, "Is Mr. Wall there?" And they go, "No." "Is Mrs. Wall there?" "No." "Are there any walls there?" And they go, "No." And you go, "How's your house stay up?" <laughs> and we'd have such fun, and we're all taking it in turns having a go. It gets to my friend Nigel and another friend of ours, Brad, actually looked up looked up a wall in the in the in the phone book and dialed the number for a wall for the phone book. Handed yes. the phone, and he goes, "Hello, is Mr. Wall there?" She went, "Yeah, I'll just get him. Who's calling?" <laughs> and he just utter panic for some reason. He just went, "Um, it's Nigel, Nigel Snide. Goodbye." And put the phone down. <laughs> Snide. Nigel Snide. Snide. Goodbye. <laughs> oh my God. Let's do a froth of the week. Uh, no, 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 I've got, I've got three stories here. Your job, as always, is to determine which is the frothiest of the three. So you choose which is the frothiest of the three, three frothy stories. Uh, here's story one. Caprice does a headstand in a tiny pink bikini on her balcony. Flipping out. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, actually, uh, on the on the edge of the balcony, was, is there any danger here or just? No, in the okay. middle of a very wide balcony with with proper railings and all health and safety. Yeah. Thing. Oh no, it's not like oh my god, who's that up on the ledge? It's not like Michael Jackson hanging <laughs> his compl- baby over the edge. <laughs> It's who's, who's that up on the ledge? It's, it's Caprice in a tiny pink bikini. <laughs> Incy Wincy. She's going to burst out. <laughs> How high up was the balcony? Who cares? Uh, what's the other story again? Put it like this. There was no danger of her falling off. It was more like a rooftop. But that is quite dangerous. It's not. Let's try this story out. Headline. Peter Andre ogles wife's bum. <laughs> jokes nice package his bum no her bum his wife Emily Peter Andre ogles his wife Emily's bum right. is the headline okay Peter Andre could not resist staring at his wife wife's peachy bottom <laughs> when she wore a pair of and I can't emphasize how tiny they were tiny shorts what magazine? I love, um, what magazine have you been reading? This to is get all these stories newspapers. Out? This tiny shorts weekly. But they they try and titillate us with them every time with tiny. tiny have you seen how many things on the ring of so and so stands in? It's really tiny, tiny shorts. Was Peter Andre invisible wearing, Was Peter Andre wearing tiny shoes? He was wearing tiny underpants. <laughs> but see, that's not as sexy, is it? No. <laughs> tiny sunglasses. That's not sexy if you're a man. If you say Caprice <laughs> is on a balcony in a tiny pink bikini, you go, whoa, titillation, titillation. Tiny jacket. If Peter Andre was seen in a tiny jacket. Rosie, don't scratch the floor. Rosie's trying to get out. She's trying to burrow her way oh, out. She's so depressed by these stories. So boring. <laughs> she wore a pair of tiny shorts over the weekend, apparently, his wife did. Right. Peter Andre's wife. He was wearing a tiny jacket, it says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it is odd, isn't it? If you said a man who was in tiny underpants, <laughs> you just ridiculous. go, oh. <laughs> I, I, I met him. Think, I met him. I did, did a. You? I, what was he wearing? I, He's what? really nice, isn't he, Peter Andre? Very yeah. nice, I've met him. Very nice. This, this is a good story. I think this has got to be the winner for Froth of the Week, surely. Peter Andre ogles wife Emily's bum. Pete, that's the headline. Peter Andre could not resist staring at his wife's peachy bottom when she wore a pair of, and I can't emphasise this enough, tiny shorts <laughs> over the weekend. Uh, the mysterious girl hitmaker, that's Peter Andre, shared a cheeky video where he joked that he was not ogling her as she wore a pair of, and I can't emphasise this enough, tiny shorts over the weekend. The TV personality, that's Peter Andre, shared a short clip of Emily standing on their driveway. Listen to this detail. Listen to this for good storytelling and good journalism. The TV personality shared a short clip of Emily standing on their driveway with a brown cardboard box next to her feet. (laughs) It's like Dan Brown, this is. I mean, it's it's opened up more questions, exactly. What was in it? Exactly, it keeps you reading. Stunning Emily could be seen with her toned legs on display <laughs> in tiny, and I can't emphasise this enough, <laughs> shorts. <laughs> As Pete watched I, her I from it's, behind. It's disgusting that, that he, he looked at his own wife's bottom. I think it's disgusting. Me too. No, but he says he didn't. He, d- he said he's not ugly. Oh, he it. Well, then it's all right. He said then. it's all been a big misunderstanding. It's all been a big, big misunderstanding. misunderstanding. For a moment, and that he wasn't. <laughs> He wasn't ogling at her, and I can't, I can't repeat this enough. Tiny shorts. What was he doing? As Pete what, what watched he her from behind. <laughs> well, what was well, he doing? I haven't clarified that yet. All right. we know is that he's definitely not ogling at her, and I can't say, emphasize this enough. Tiny, tiny shorts. Okay. As Pete watched her from behind. Yep. <laughs> he pretended. 
This is subjective. He pretended he was more interested in the parcel. I don't know if you remember. He cast your the mind's box. back. There's yeah, a brown, brown box at her feet. Yeah. Next to her feet. Next to her feet. Okay. It's next to her Does feet. it have air holes in it? I don't know. It's like, it's like Chekhov's it gun. Talking, you think? It, it was like Chekhov's gun. You mentioned <laughs> it, and I thought, it's got to be coming back, that box. Yeah. That's good storytelling. <laughs> you lace something in, and then it comes back in. Yeah. Like what are we motif. talking about? Oh, a motif, yeah. Peter yeah. Andre's tortoise box. Oh, yeah. It could have been a tortoise in the box. We don't know yet. As Pete watched her from behind, he pretended he was more interested in the parcel that had been delivered than his wife's bottom. Right. Uh, oh, he, <laughs> he said, nice Amazon package, he said. And then he cheekily wrote, I swear that's all I'm looking at. And he added a secret face emoji, revealing that he was really what's admiring his wife's face? bottom. Oh, now I'm confused. What, which one is he doing? <clears throat> don't know. Which, what's the secret face emoji? Is, Hang on a minute. Is he, is Hang he, on, this is, is he ogling, of the highest order. Is he ogling the package Andrew, from yeah. Amazon or is he ogling his wife's bottom? Which one is it, Peter? Make up your mind. Which one is it? What's Peter? happened is, what's happened is he's looking at his wife's bottom, I think, but he's pretending that he's looking at the package. Then why would Who's he give it away? Yeah. Why would he then give it away with a, with a face that says, I didn't mean that? Which, which one is it? And how are we, what are we supposed to do with this? What is that face? The thing is, he said nice Amazon package. I think that's too clear that he's looking at the package. Yeah, exactly. Why is, much, why is he then... It would have been much more... Uh, much cheekier if he'd gone, nice box. It's like he's Something grassed like himself yeah, up. Ruder, it? It's honestly like he's grassed <laughs> himself up here. That's much ruder. I was, happily, yeah. Sorry, I was happy to believe that he was looking at the, pack, the Amazon package. Me too. Uh, I'm reading ahead. I was happy to believe that he had a pet tortoise. <laughs> I mean, if he had uh, got that package really and a mysterious girl came out of it, then we would have come full circle. That would have been a story. <laughs> Baz, you know when I met him, he was in the um, he was in the green room for uh, Loose Women when Rod did, went to do Loose Women, and Peter Andre was in the green room. He's so lovely. There was a um, um, multiple choice quiz <laughs> at half time. You know, in the break on TV, where they where they, they go, where uh, they go, things like which one of those is a well which one yeah. of these is a well known sport? Or a, yeah. which is it A dog? Which one of these is a holiday phone for two pounds? All that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one of yeah. these is a is a piece of women's clothing? Is it A a dress? B a jumper? Or C a bicycle? You know what I mean? And then you Hang have on, to... that could be dress or bike or jumper. Yeah, that one. Which one That's too easy. Which one isn't? That's too hard. Tell that story again. Okay, we were in the green room together. <laughs> no, were you there? Yes. Oh my gosh, I thought you were on set. What would you be doing in the loose women green room if I wasn't there? <laughs> 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 Trying to start an affair with Janet Street Porter. No, what I mean, what I mean, yeah, I'm just a huge fan, <laughs> huge fan. How did, how did you get past no, security? Yeah, hello guys, I'm here to watch the uh, the show. <laughs> no, you were. I think you were being filmed as part of the loose women team. I was. For Christ's sake, this is so simple. I was on Loose Women. Yes. We were in the green room. I you was, came with me. I was in the green room at, with Peter Andre, who had either been on or was waiting to go on. I can't remember. Right. And half time, they they do a quiz, like a multiple choice quiz, where yeah. they go, um, which one of these is not a women, an item of women's clothing? A, a dress. B, uh, 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 a bra. Or, or C, a bicycle. <laughs> and Peter Andre just went... It's a bicycle, definitely. <laughs> like that. And I went, no, it's not. It's A. And he looked at me immediately and went, really? He's so lovely. No, he was. He was very. He was very. He was very nice. He's lovely. Anyway, and, I, and if he says frankly that he wasn't looking at his wife's peachy bottom in a, I can't emphasise this enough, tiny shorts, <laughs> then that's good enough for me, right? This is your third and I can't even. Oh, I can't even bother with this one. Uh, <laughs> Aldi Shopper says Jesus appeared on potato. <laughs> I mean, 
You get these stories all the time, right? Jesus or Gandhi or the Queen or whatever it is. Peter Andre. Quite often. Caprice. Quite often Caprice appeared in my spaghetti in a tiny bikini. Whatever yes. it is. The only thing I liked about this headline was Aldi shopper says Jesus appeared on potato. Right? Now, normally we'd all go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Another one of these so-and-so appears in such and such. Yeah. But the headline says, and even her usually sceptical husband agrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Nikki Halkerston was unpacking her weep- weekly shop when she says she spotted the face of Jesus in a pound fifteen pack of Aldi potatoes. In a pack? Yeah. Well, he's in, he's in the, the potatoes. potatoes. The rest were his disciples. <laughs> <laughs> so what, now, was this Jesus, like, in his day, or was it when he was a baby? I don't know. Let's not pretend we're interested. Oh, I'm just trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Halkerston was unpacking her weekly shop when she said she spotted the face of Jesus in a pound fifteen pack of Aldi potatoes. She said the markings on the spud was so obviously him. Oh, God. I can't be bothered. You get these every single week. There's somebody has spotted the face of somebody. So look, C- cut to the end. Can Which just, do you want? Do you want Peter, Peter Andre maybe looking at his wife's bottom, maybe looking at an Amazon package? Do you want Caprice in a tiny bikini? Or do you want this woman spotting the face of Jesus, obviously in a potato? Peter Andre. Peter Andre. Uh, okay, Peter Andre and his wife's peachy bottom. Right, that's all we got time for, and that is the end of Series 1. But don't despair or even think about it, because Series 2 is coming up in just a few weeks' time. It'll come round before we know it. We are just having a quick holiday. Thanks to special guest and producer Barry Castagnola. Thanks to Jared Black Pudding Christmas. Thanks to Chris Lindsay on animated trailers. And George O'Regan for some amazing graphic and editing and all-round assistance. Thanks to Charlotte Smith at Blue Jeans Management for everything management. We'll be back in just a few weeks' time with a brand new series. This has been Series 1. The next one will be Series 2. You can find us at At The Froth Podcast where you'll get extra froth content. If you like this, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars. Yes, tune in in a few weeks' time. Time for the next thrilling episode. Last but not least, thanks to all the amazing guests and phone calls from Series 1. We will leave you with a few little snippety Series 1 highlights. Episode 1 of The Froth. Everybody excited? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bit of politics. Hang on, keep it light. It's The Froth. No politics here, please. No serious chat. Stop that. Seven-year-old boy tells coronavirus to F off. Supermodel David Gandhi breaks wind on a plane. Dog sees himself on the news. This morning's Eamon Holmes and Ruth Langsford went to a sex party, but, and I quote, were thrown out before anything happened. Ed Sheeran really likes tomato ketchup. The headline in the newspaper was Woman admits she had sex with a dolphin as part of NASA funded scientific study. Like my rabbit used to have sex with my hand. What? <laughs> Hang on a minute, let's change the headline. Sean Shag's rabbit. No, I didn't shag a rabbit. The rabbit shagged my hand. Yeah, it's got a, it sounds like a song now. <laughs> yeah. How did how did the rabbit shag your hand? I'd be cleaning the rabbit hatch out with a rubber glove on. We'd climb aboard. You'd get on board? Yeah. What would you do? Just get on board. What do you mean on board? You're not a bus conductor. What are you talking about? Yeah. Mine had a snooker cue uh, in the... What? <laughs> are you sure this wasn't someone in a rabbit costume? Saying that, I had a guinea pig who played darts. Oh. Now... <laughs> Is it okay to break wind near a dolphin? <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't see why it would be a problem. Exactly. 
I bet Greg Dave is good. We have got a ring, Greg. You think I'm flexible enough to bite my toenails? I howl like a wolf when I put a sock on. Do you understand? Yeah, Rod nearly killed an owl. I nearly killed an owl. It's their fault of putting the welly throwing next to the owls. <laughs> I tell you who loves a smutty story. Sarah Milliken, let's get her on the get her on the blower barry. Give her a ring. One in five Brits in the Mile High Club. Right. So one in five Brits who've had sex on a plane did it. Yeah, I know what it means. I haven't <laughs> done it, but I know what it means. It's quite hard to take your tablets without people seeing. <laughs> Try taking them orally. <laughs> I sent that to her and her alone, not the WhatsApp group. Just to my elderly neighbour. We should ring Josh Widdicombe. He does stuff about WhatsApp. You can delete a WhatsApp message, Rod. You can, What? Actually. Yeah, you can. <laughs> There's no point in deleting it, because if you look at it, it's got the two blue ticks. Yeah. So she has it. viewed what? it. That means she's seen it? Yeah. Oh, so you can yeah. only delete it before they see it. So I had no, a little no, window of opportunity. It, but you can't delete it from her mind. It's not Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> Our special guest this week is uh, Kerry Pritchard McLean. The the squirrel came down and just immediately scissor kicked the pheasant in the head. I saw that you've been making squirrel tables. That's why we were ringing. Oh, squirrel tables, yeah. Tell um, us about the squirrel table. Well, it's very rude, but they put their elbows on the table when they're eating. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you know what we should call about this? Shazia Mirza. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I just agreed to it because I haven't seen anybody for weeks and I'm really <laughs> bored. I have been getting fat, grey and hairy, ran out of mascara, hair dye, and then it got really desperate last week and I had to use shoe polish. <laughs> I can't believe you made me sleep on a mattress that was just covered in someone else's wee. I didn't make you sleep on a mattress covered Well, you didn't tell wee. me. A stranger's piss. It's not a stranger's piss at all. It's quite a good friend's piss, actually. <laughs> oh well, that changes everything. <laughs> oh yeah, let's go. Let's, let's have an early night. <laughs> we need a Barry's mum and Ian and their monkeys. We're going to have regular updates. I promise you. This is a nurse whose life-saving stem cell transplant caused her to inherit her donor's addiction for pickled onion flavour monster munch. <laughs> Hang on a minute. We're going to have listener features on this uh, podcast. They're all based around the froth. Davely froth, for froth's sake. Froth the love of God. Froth in hell. Firth the froth. Froth ups. Pull the froth one. Froth in the mouth. Touching froth. And froth the matter you. Hey, got no respect. Hey, why are you looking so sad? Hey, it's not so bad. Brad Pitt's makeup artist applied foundation to his bum. <laughs> I, I once was a, a, a bum stunt double for Dave Lamb, the man who does the voiceover Your life, on Barry, uh, honestly. Um, Barry, Come Dine With Me. So showbiz. TikTok users are taking part in a... Pee your pants challenge. <laughs> With... He's so simple, it's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. I know, if only we'd thought of it. Yeah. It's not a challenge. I tell you what, it, it is a challenge. It's you try not. and pee your pants now, it's not easy. It is. Go on then. No. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to do it now. It's just your way of tricking me into I... peeing my pants. No, it's you go. I could do it later if I wanted to easy, but I'm of not going to. Of course I could. Have you ever wet yourself? I could do it later. Wet your pants. Wet yes. your pants. Come Rod on, Barry. Has... Wet your pants. Wet Rod... your pants. Rod's wet himself. About three nights ago, you said to me, <laughs> can you put your feet away? I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Sean, look, we're the best one in the world. Get rid of him. <laughs> Seriously, you can do so much better for yourself. I know. How do we start talking about this? This podcast is coming back very soon as the Clan Bobble Vision production, produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 